Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Um, you know, a call for an inquiry into some very troubling allegations that have come out, sort of broadly speaking, in the world of sports. You've got dozens of Canadian global sports scholars have uh, come together to call for an independent inquiry into sport in Canada. Letter to the Prime Minister. Uh, the group Scholars Against Abuse in Canadian Sports have asked for an inquiry amid widespread reports of sexual, physical, psychological abuse of athletes throughout the nation's sports system. Signatories say we stand in solidarity with the over 1,000 Canadian athletes seeking immediate accountability and meaningful change from Sport Canada and the broader system it governs. So we've had some some disturbing allegations come to light recently. Um, you know, for example, in uh, the world of gymnastics, uh, there's also been you know allegations coming from bobsled skeleton allegations uh, there as well. So. How do we get to the bottom of this? What, what seem to be the issues here? Joining us to talk more about this issue, very pleased to welcome the program here this morning, Teresa Fowler, Assistant Professor in the Faculty of Education, Department uh, of Physical Education and Wellness, Concordia University in Edmonton. Uh, Professor Fowler, good to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Hi, Rob. Thanks for having me today. All right. So why an inquiry? Why, why do we need this kind of a response from the federal government? Well, I think an inquiry is important because athletes have been you know, speaking out about some of the abuses they've experienced. You know, for example, the Players' Tribune is a media publication that publishes athlete stories. You know, as researchers who work with athletes trying to understand their experiences, we often hear about systemic abuses that happen in some of these systems. And so, in order for us to really kind of move forward and ensure that sport in Canada is healthy, is safe, we need to really understand the extent of the problem. Gymnastics has been leading uh, the charge, this, this charge with respect to an inquiry, and as you mentioned, some of the other sports, but it isn't limited to those sports, right? Like we yeah. see this in hockey, we see this in soccer, we probably see this in baseball, all of these other sports. So until we actually know the depth of the issue, we can't really move forward to ensure that sport is a safe place for our children. Right. And we were talking about abuse. And I mean, some of these allegations and stories that have come to light have really run the gamut. I mean, you know, sexual abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse. Right. So we're, we're talking about all of the above, aren't we? We, we sure are. Right. Um, we're talking about neglect. We're talking about power imbalances. Um, we're talking about the history, really, of sport in this country which has moved from being one to promote health to one to advocate for medals at the Olympics, right? Winning at all costs, the game is what matters, pushing at, causes athletes to push themselves to, you know, beyond extents that later their bodies have to catch up to, right? So a lot of what we're seeing, these abuses are coming from people that are in positions of power 
who are putting the game above the sport, the game above our athletes' health, and in some cases, their basic human rights. So the federal government has, has come under increasing pressure to, to address this. Um, the, the minister responsible, uh, I believe it was last year, the uh, Office of the Sport Integrity Commissioner, which was supposed to help address these issues. Has, has that proven to be insufficient? I mean, from what we're, you know, from my understanding, it so far has been inefficient. And like we point out in the letter, you know, we really need an independent body engaging in this process, right? To have everything coming under, for example, the same umbrella of Sport Canada is really then just Sport Canada, you know, investigating itself. You know, like, for example, if you take, you know, some some teams, you know, I do hockey research, for example. So if you take a traveling hockey team, if they don't have their own trainer that travels with them and one of the players sustains an injury, they have to go to the other team's trainer to then decide whether or not that player is good to go back in or need to stay off. So say for an example, and this is completely hypothetical, but say for example, there's a young Connor McDavid who sustains a mild injury. He sees the other team's trainer and the other team's trainer is told by the coach, no, don't put him back on the ice. So then Connor is benched for no good reason. That's kind of like the situation that we're talking about with respect to the bodies that they have set up to do these investigations is essentially they're just investigating themselves. Well, given that we're dealing with different organizations that have different kinds of structures and maybe the issues are, are different in some of these organizations, you know, does, does a kind of all-encompassing inquiry, is that the best way to address that? Should these individual organizations, we need something more focused in, in terms of investigations in some of these separate organizations? Yeah, no, and that's a really great point. I think what, first of all, what a national inquiry does is it opens up across all sport, across and it lets all Canadians who have been involved in sport be able to have a voice and be able to share their stories. But I think individual sporting organizations need to really recognize that what we're witnessing in sport in our country right now, which of course began with the Hockey Canada um, you know, scandal, let's say, coming to light this past summer, we're witnessing a real incredible time to change. And organizations ought to not necessarily wait for the federal government to take um, the bull by the horns, which is a bad expression, but, you know, to move forward and do um, an inquiry. That these sporting organizations have the opportunity to now respond to parents, to now respond to coaches, to respond to their players and their fans, and to move forward with changes, to make some difference in their own organization to do some reflection on how they respond to perhaps some allegations that might come through their organizations and are they responding in a way that upholds the human rights of their um, athletes. And the letter notes that there's some precedent here. Back in uh, 1989, there was the uh, what was known as the Dubin Inquiry, which was uh, a look into the issue of uh, performance-enhancing drugs and, and some related issues. So um, that was a little bit of a different focus, but it, it's kind of a precedent for, for this sort of thing, isn't it? It totally is, but it also really sheds a light on the priorities of our federal government. You know, that inquiry which came about because of um, Ben Johnson's doping um, scandal during 
the Olympics, that was one incident, mm-hmm. right? One incident that happened in 1988, and immediately there was an inquiry. What this letter is saying and what we've heard from athletes is there are thousands, many, many complaints that have gone up to coaches, gone up to senior staff. There are so many stories of abuse that it tells us, again, that Canada and the federal government is more interested in ensuring that we are winning medals rather than ensuring that sport is a safe place. We'll we'll see what comes of uh, all of this. We'll leave it there for now, Teresa. Thanks again for making some time for us here today. Appreciate it. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the ring.